Hello and welcome to Inside Music, episode number 125. I'm your host, James Shotwell. It's great to be with you again. The sun is finally out here in the Midwest, and the temperatures are on the rise, and the show seems to be back on track. We have another short episode for you this week. I speak to the new vocalist of From Ashes to New about the band's recent album, The Future, which hits stores on April 20th, as well as their upcoming summer tour plans. Now, I'm going to be honest with you folks. There's something a little bit personal in this episode in that I, I've tried to make a good portion of my content creation this year focus on the world of rock. I feel like there's a ton of coverage about you know SoundCloud rap and the alternative scene will always have a place in my heart, but rock and roll will never die. But for some reason, we kind of stopped talking about it for a long time. So I've, I've really become curious about the bands who are movers and shakers in the genre right now. If you follow my actual writing, you'll know that I've covered bands like Shinedown, Avatar, Avenged Sevenfold, I have an upcoming piece with Blackstone Cherry, and all those conversations have been great, and the one that I'm about to share with you today is pretty good. I had it recently with a group, again, from Ashes to New, a band that is on the rise and has been, you know, I've been hearing about them for a long time. I was at a conference about three or four years ago, and somebody told me that they were going to be the next big rock band to pop off, and it took a little bit longer than I thought it would, but that is actually what is starting to happen. The band has gained a lot of notoriety at rock radio, and their new record seems poised to do the same. They also have a ton of summer festival appearances, including Carolina Rebellion, Rock on the Range, Northern Invasion. They're going to be rubbing shoulders with the biggest bands in the rock arena right now. And the future looks bright. So in this conversation, we talk about those things. But I want to make something clear. Not every episode of the podcast can be a deep dive into somebody's uh, you know, artistic side or maybe their creative process, if you will. Some people, some people just don't open up in that way. And, you know, when people get into the rigors of the promotional cycle and they've been scheduled to do, you know, 40 interviews over a week or over two weeks or whatever it happens to be, you know, sometimes it's just, you know, they have a job to do and maybe they don't want to go that deep. You know, if, if I'm the first or third or fifth interview in a day that has 12 interviews, the chances that we're going to go that deep in the limited amount of time we have is uh, it's a little rare, but that doesn't mean the conversation isn't as great. I'm just telling you that now because today's conversation is going to come across as pretty promotional, and it is, but we do have a little bit of insight into the band and how they're thinking about the future and where it's going. I think it's, I think it's interesting, especially when you listen to what From Ashes to New are doing. They're creating this style that, of rock that combines you know, the Linkin Park rap rock aesthetics with something definitively more modern and borrowing kind of from the heavier scene alternative world. And kids seem to love it. Like kids are eating it up. Older audiences, not not quite there yet. But if the band has a really good radio single, and I think they have that on this album, then the conversation is going to start to change, and it will start to change very quickly for them. Before we get to the conversation, I do want to tell you a few quick things. First and foremost, this episode of the podcast is brought to you by Holix, the music industry's leading promotional distribution company. What that means is that Holix works with record labels, independent publicists, and artists from all over the world to share new and unreleased music without fear of piracy. To find out how they do that and gain access to a free 30-day trial, you can visit them online at holix.com. That's H-A-U-L-I-X.com. I also want to encourage you to follow the podcast on Twitter. It's at Inside Music Pod or at Inside Music P-O-D. We post updates regarding the show as well as news and advice regarding life in the music industry. Finally, go pick up the new From Ashes to New album or stream it on your favorite streaming service. It is called The Future and it kicks a lot of ass. I'm going to play a little bit of it for you right now, and then we're going to get to the show. Thank you so much for listening. We'll be back again soon with another conversation. I'm standing in the 
Uh, this is Danny with the band from Ashes to New. Hey, Danny. How is your day going? Uh, it's going good. Doing a bunch of interviews, so I'm just kind of hanging out and letting that occupy my time for right now. <laughs> for right now. Okay, that's fair. Ha- have you been uh, doing a lot of these like press days recently? Yeah. Um, I've been doing almost two or three every week. Um, yeah, I, I guess we have over like 40 pending interview requests right now, so <laughs> so we're just trying to chip away at it every day. That has to feel good though, right? Oh, absolutely. I'd rather have a thousand interviews than, than zero. Fair enough, fair enough. Have, uh, you know, it's been, it's only been a couple of days, but how are you feeling about people's reactions to the album now that, you know, everyone's been able to hear it? I know you've probably been getting press for a while now. Yeah, you know, I feel really good about it. Um, I think I think there were some people who were maybe disappointed that it doesn't quite sound like day one. Um, but I think we we reached a lot of new fans and we retained a lot of our current and older fans. So I think maybe we lost some people, which is okay. There's still day one that they can listen to and there's still the EP that they can listen to. But uh, I think we gained a lot more new fans and, uh, and really made our, our current fans happy. It's so funny because I saw you guys, I guess, what what year did you play launch conference with Atreyu? When was that? That was before I was in the band. So oh, I, yeah. I don't wow. remember exactly. I, maybe it was 2014. Yeah, it was a couple of years ago. Um, that was when I first saw the band. But I feel like in rock today, it's just so hard for bands to kind of, what I was leading up to was that I remember seeing the band then and I hadn't heard of them before that night. And everyone was like, oh, this is the band that you should be watching in rock. And here we are, however yeah. many years later. And I still hear that when I go out. Like uh, when I was just, I was just at launch conference again this, a couple weeks ago. And somebody, and the, yeah. and and now the band is one of those bands that they're like, you know, who played here before? They were like huge from Ashes to New. And it's like, ah, they've they've graduated <laughs> now. They're like, uh, you should be here because you're you're you could be the next from Ashes to New. And I was like, oh, that's cool for these right, guys. Right, right. I like seeing, like, uh, it, it's cool because as the album's been kind of coming up the last couple of weeks, I, it, it's interesting how the band is able to constantly generate a new wave of like, you need to check this band out. Right. Yeah. It's, it's been really awesome. Our fans are incredible. Like <laughs> I, I, I post a lot of things and not really having much of a, an expectation of, for them to, you know, have a lot of reach, but like, it seems like every time I post something, they, they always blow my expectations out of the water with like sharing, commenting and getting new people on board. And like, it truly is like an army of a fan base. Can you tell me about your own experiences getting to know the band? Because I know how you entered the band was kind of through a self-submission. So how did you initially discover the group? So I, uh, the first time I ever heard of the group, I was following Warp Tour with my old band, selling CDs in the lines in the morning. And uh, there was one day that we snuck in to get, get a free monster on one of those, the big monster trucks where they have like the lounge areas. And uh, I was waiting in line to get on because they can only have so many people in there at a time. And uh, Hermash's new set was just starting. So uh, they had their intro and then they came out onto the stage. I was like, this is kind of different for Warped Tour. I mean, it's not too too different to where it shouldn't shouldn't be here. But I was like, but this is a nice change of pace. I was like, this is pretty cool. Um, so that was the first time I had heard of the band. And then uh, months later, uh, Matt reached out to me and asked me to, to do a submission for the band because they were looking for a new singer. I was like, that's so crazy. I, I literally never heard of this band until, you know, I saw them on, on Warped and, and now, you know, Matt's reaching out to me. I was like, that's, that's pretty cool. 
that is that is very cool. And how do you, how have you felt you know kind of with the album out there and people being able to hear your contributions to the band with this record and everything like that? Do you feel like the audience at large accepted you the way you felt? It? I mean, it has to be weird to kind of enter a band that you already know has like a lot of hype as being like this new big band, and you entering the fold definitely kind of presented like a it could go either way moment. And you, you know, yeah, you know. What? You know what was really cool is when they first announced me, I, I kind of prepped myself and I was like, there's no way I'm going to please everyone. There's always going to be someone who either doesn't like me or doesn't like my voice for whatever reason. And that's okay. And, and I was just prepared to handle it. And uh, when I was first announced, like I, I saw maybe like one kind of halfway negative comment and that was it. Everyone else was like stoked and it was like the greatest feeling in the world. And then, you know, when we started to put out more material and started to release music, you know, some more of those people came out that, you know, weren't necessarily supportive. But for the most part, everyone's been super cool. And, you know, the, the thing that I, I like to tell people is that, like, you know, the band, whether you like it or not, lost the singer. So you can either, the band can either die right there and never play again, or you can, can accept someone new to take the torch and continue the band and do the best job possible that you know we can do those are the two options so so hopefully people can just like appreciate that you know the band is still pushing out the best content that it possibly can and is always going to work hard can you talk a little bit about i guess the changes going into this album because you already kind of mentioned them that there are there are some changes compared to the previous material and stuff creatively uh, in the group in the studio i mean i think there's going to be people who are going to be like well there's a new guy so obviously he's the reason that things changed but like when you came into <laughs> right when you came into the band were they like were they already kind of like this is what we're going to do next yeah for the most part but i had plenty of input to put in and i was allowed to voice my opinion and it was always met with with level-headed you know thinking so there were some times where something I wanted to do was put in. There was other times that, that it wasn't put in. And it was always a very democratic uh, group effort. We always kind of weighed in and kind of as a group decided what was best. So like, for, that's, that's funny that you mentioned that. For people who think that I just came in and changed everything, like that's the most insane thing I've ever heard in my life. Like no established band is going to let just some guy come in and just completely rewrite the name of the band and, and completely change the direction. That's just, that is just never how anything ever would work. I like that. Just not how anything ever would work. That's true, though. Uh, but I mean, that's just that's just how it goes. I think it's good to dispel those rumors. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I would, and I would never, I would never feel comfortable with doing that, anyways. And like, like if anyone you know thinks that like the band sounds sounds this way and took this direction and wrote these songs because of me and what I brought to the table, like that's just just wildly false. There were half of these songs were already written instrumentally before I even came, came into the band. And a couple of them had already even been done vocally. Like I really got to work only on about, I'd say like 60 to 70% of the album. And, uh, and even the songs that were already pretty much done, I, you know, tried to put as much input as I possibly could. But uh, yeah, there was stuff that was already done. So if people have an issue with it, then they would have had an issue whether there was a change or not. I like that. I like that. Uh, when are we going to get to see some more videos from you guys? I know day one got like five music videos. So is the future going to get a ton of videos? Man, I hope so. I don't <laughs> know yet, but I hope so. I, I loved uh, shooting the, the video for Crazy. 
think what we're doing right now is releasing a bunch of lyric videos. Hopefully we'll do one or two more music videos. That would be really cool. Um, as of right now, we're focused mainly on the album's release and then the touring that we're going to be doing. And uh, I don't know, hopefully in some of our off time, we'll have uh, time to shoot a video. That would be really cool. Speaking of the touring, I mean, you guys are pretty much, the album's out now, so you just go on the road for the next 18 months of your life? Is that pretty much the future? Yeah, for the most part. I mean, we're going to be doing as much press to push the album as much as possible, and then hopefully, you know, more videos to, to stretch the release as far as we can. And, and yeah, it's all about just promoting the album as much as possible and getting it out and into new ears. So, uh yeah, probably for the next year, year and a half, we'll be doing as much touring as possible. Um, hopefully it won't be nonstop. You know, everyone likes to go home and spend a, a small chunk of time with family here and there. But uh, for the most part, yeah, we'll be on the road. That's exciting. Do you have a, do you have a, a festival in particular? I know that we're gearing up for that. You know, the loudest month of music is kind of underway already. we got all those festivals kind of back to back. And you guys are doing Carolina Rebellion. you got Northern Invasion, yep. Rock on the Range. Is there one in particular you're looking forward to? Uh, I'm looking forward to Carolina Rebellion. Um, I think I can say this because someone, someone already, I think, messaged me a little bit earlier and said what stage we were on and i don't think it'll be out until you know we play that yeah, anyways they, they it's dropped probably the, gonna be out in like a week yeah they put out set times today so yeah that's good yeah okay so we're on one of the main stages which is cool as shit so i'm really stoked for that one especially because my my only full blood brother lives down in north carolina and i'm going to have you know him and, and his wife out and my dad is even driving down from new york to be at that festival so I have a really special place in my heart for that one because I love North Carolina and, you know, I'm going to have family coming out to visit and we're playing on the main stage. So it's, it's just going to be awesome. <laughs> do you guys prepare any differently for these, uh, these big festival shows than you do? I know you guys have like a smaller club show, a club tour in June there for a little bit, but for these big festivals, do you prepare differently? Uh, yeah. I mean, for the festivals, we're probably only going to have 30 minutes. So we're going to sweet really have to think hard about what songs we're going to play for the club the club uh shows we're going to have a lot more time so we can play pretty much everything that we want to play uh so we prepare a little bit differently just just based on you know the set times and we uh put them in the order that we feel has the most energy and we'll get the best response out of people um that's that's really the only difference either way we go out there with the same mentality of doing the absolute best that we can Absolutely, and you guys play. I'm, I'm actually looking at the set times now, off top, off the top of my head. Yeah, you guys play at like 12:50 p.m. on a stage that also has Black Veil Brides, Asking Alexandria, Five Finger Death Punch, and Hailstorm. That's pretty crazy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that is that is pretty nuts. I mean, and and, uh, and on another note, like playing with all these bands is, is amazing, and you know, it's pretty much a dream come true for me to be able to share the stage with all these bands. But there's one band in particular that. Um, we're, we're playing one or two festivals with, I believe, and that's Avenged Sevenfold. And they have been a huge inspiration to me since I was 17, all the way up until, you know, a couple of years ago. I haven't really listened to them too much lately, but that was a band like I, I had completely accepted in my heart. I'd never be able to play with because by the time I caught up to them, they'd be retired or I would just never even get to the point where I could share a stage with them because they're just so huge. And so to be able to play these festivals and to, to share a stage or even just a show with them is just it literally blows my mind. Have you gotten to see them before? 
I've seen them live. Yeah, I was. Uh, I went to a show of theirs in Syracuse um, a few years back or a couple of years back, and it was amazing. They, are, they always put on an amazing show. Oh my gosh, I saw them in January, and I think the first three songs took like 21 minutes or something. It was crazy. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> they, their their newest album is, it was very experimental, and they have a bunch of long songs and like. Lots of cool different styles in it. I kind of respect that though, like to come out the gate and do like, you know, in that case it was like three songs that were each over six minutes long to open a show. It's just like, that That takes a little bit of balls. Oh yeah. yeah <laughs> I think that's why they're as big as they are, is that they, they do what they want and they just write badass music. Speaking to your upcoming tour dates, how much of the future are you guys bringing out? Because I know the band has such a nice established catalog that there's not a ton of releases out before you get into the band. So how much of the new record were you planning to come out with? So we're probably on the headlining shows. I think we're playing like eight songs off the new album. It's pretty crazy. But we're also still playing the old favorites and, uh, and bringing those back as well. So we're probably playing like 14, 15 songs. Um, That's great. And like half of it's going to be all new stuff and then the other half is going to be older stuff wow that's pretty exciting though yeah so 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 you guys have the festival run then you do the club run goes through is it june and then is it all summer is go through june and july how how far is that yeah it goes from june 4th to july 6th okay and then a short break before the next chapter starts i assume hasn't been announced yet yeah, um, <laughs> we're figuring that out. Kind of late, so we'll, we'll see. We'll see what we get. So for you, you know, being the first album you've done with the band, knowing it's the band's second record, like what what are you hoping? I guess what are you hoping comes out of this year? I mean, the album's out already. From what I can tell, I, I did some like uh, I did some Twitter searching today, just searching you know people' reactions to the album and stuff. Seems like yeah. seems like people are digging the record. So for you, like, what do you hope comes next for you guys? You know, I've I've got. This is already more than I ever could have asked for. I've got absolutely no expectations. I can only hope that this goes as high as we can possibly take it. And wherever that takes us, I'm perfectly okay with. So, I'm, you know, I've, the whole band has a really strong and sports-like mentality, and we want to be the, the best that there is. But, but as far as expectations, like, I'll take whatever we get, and uh, that'll make me happy. I, I, think that that's, I think that that's a good response. Stay humble, right? Yeah, dude, absolutely. <laughs> well, we, we've heard, you know, there's the single off the record, and people have been digging it recently, but for you, if you guys do get to make another video, like, what do you hope, what do you hope you get to push next as, like, a big, proper single push? Oh, man, I'm, I'm hoping for Broken. I like or... that choice. I like that choice. Broken's a good choice. Yeah. It seems like everyone just had a Everyone kind of said that like they loved all the songs, but they they did have a feeling about Broken. So we're thinking about that. Um, another song I feel like is a really great song just because it is very different is My Name. Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't know if that would necessarily fit on rock radio because like the first 50 to 60 seconds is like straight up rap, no instruments except for software stuff or like electronic stuff. So I don't know if that would be received well like on rock radio, but that would be such a great song, I think, to, to really reach new people as well. Um, that and Forgotten. Forgotten is a, that was one of the first songs that the guys showed me. They showed me one track and I, I was like, that was really cool. And then they showed me Forgotten. I was like, that song is 
fucking awesome. <laughs> How complete was it? So was any it, of those it, three would be great. Was it was a. Like, it, uh, it had all the instruments done for the most part, uh, except it, except for the bridge, and then uh, the first verse in the chorus was written. Nice. So I had I had a hand in writing the second verse and then the bridge and like kind of completing the song. But like when I first heard it, I was like, that song's really cool. I was like that other song was good, but this song's way better. <laughs> I I noticed that uh Broken is like trending really high on like Spotify and some of the streaming services for the band's most popular song. So when you said that I'm I was glad like, you noticed. Yeah, that one seems yeah. to be the seems to be taken off. That one and it, my name's doing it's pretty funny well, be- but Broken. Yeah. Yeah, Broken is is killing it. And you know what's funny is that when we were when we were writing that song before we went to the studio, we felt like that was going to be the lead single. We were like, "This is this has got to be a song that we lead off with." But the label felt otherwise, and they they wanted us to push out one more song. And Crazy was the one that we pushed out. And they're like, "Yeah, we really like the song. Let's go with this." And we're like, "All right, let's do that." Um, but yeah, I think Broken is kind of speaking for itself now because it's crushing everything. And where did that song like come from? Was that already in development when you came into the band, or is that one you played a part of from the ground up? Um, that was a song that had the instrumentals pretty much like three quarters of the way written, and Matt and I wrote the chorus together. So we we wrote it lyrically and melodically together, and then he you know, he worked up a first verse, and we had a pretty good idea of what it was going to sound like. And that's when we were like, "Yeah, this is like this is going to be a good song. This is going to be big." <laughs> And well, and apparently the fans seem to agree. Yeah, that was a song that we announced uh, myself with. Um, we used that song, and and everyone seemed to love it. Like this sounds awesome. Like this is great. Like we had like, seems like ninety nine percent positive feedback from it. That was another reason we really, really wanted to make that a single too. So I'm hoping that that is the next song we roll with. <laughs> uh, well, I hope that as well. Did, now let me ask you this: Did you do you live in Lancaster now? Do you have to no, move? I'm still living in Western New York. Okay, so like that's wow, that must be a commute for you. Yeah, it's five hour drive, but I, I enjoy it because it gives me time to just just like uh, have some downtime and to to think and and all that kind of stuff. So I enjoy the drive. I just, I've made it probably like 16 times now. <laughs> yeah, I just did uh, I just did from like, I guess it would be the PA New York border down to Lancaster when I was there in Pennsylvania last month. And that is, uh, I mean, there's time to think. <laughs> That's, uh, you can definitely yeah. say that. There's not much else. But it, yeah, I, I enjoy that time though. <laughs> it's good. It's good. Um, all right, man. Well, I wish you all the best with everything that's going on. I appreciate you taking the time to talk to me today. I, like I said, I, thank you. It's my pleasure. I like seeing what what's happening with the band, and I didn't, I didn't even notice. I looked at that Carolina Rebellion lineup today, and I didn't even notice that it was one of the main stages. I knew, I knew the band was on it, and I didn't even notice that. But that is that is very exciting to see. It's like, like I said at the beginning, the the rise seems to be continuing, and I'm that's why I was asking about videos and stuff. I'm like, I want to see the future get that kind of push that day one had. So. I hope it's... I yeah, hope it's, absolutely. Uh, I, I think we can make, uh, obtain that for sure. <laughs> well, great, man. Is there anything else you wanted to cover before we go? We got we got it all? I think that's going to be it. I mean, <laughs> uh, we're going to be having VIPs. Uh, the VIPs are actually already on sale, so if people want to check that out and come out to a show in June, the biggest thing that they can do is get the app Bands in Town, and then they will always know when we are in their area. There's been so many times where... People will hit us up. Hey, man, when you come into Raleigh, North Carolina, we're like, dude, we were there three days ago. Where were you? <laughs> and uh, 
like that happens so many times. If if people just get the app, bands in town, they'll always know when we're within a certain mile radius of them, and they can set up that radius so that you know anything that's within their their uh, driving distance, they can they can come to that, and they'll get notified that we're coming to their area. So between that and the VIPs, like just check out our our pages and see what we have to offer, and hopefully we'll see people at shows. Absolutely. And the feature is in stores now, so obviously people go pick that up or stream it, whichever you prefer. Absolutely. <laughs> well, thank awesome, you so man. much, thank man. Thank you so much for having me. Yep, have a great day. You too. Bye. Bye.